0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: It's true.
2: Good morning, everybody. A beautiful morning at the boarding time for a boarding show. This morning, every day is a beautiful morning, though. Aww. You know, in the world of um, making the apocalypse fun. Uh huh. Yeah. It's all. It's all beautiful.
3: Beautiful. Oh, that's the word. It's okay. beautiful.
2: It's tremendous.
3: Uh. So. Yeah. Lot on the.
2: Uh, on our plate, as you look, got a phenomenal show lined up for you today. There might be 16, 17 minutes worth of entertainment jammed into these two hours.
3: I won't oversell it.
2: I, I mean, I'm just excited about it. I I think it could, I think it could push seventeen minutes. I think. <laughs> okay. All right. I <laughs> we'll mean, see. You I promise mean, I, the people. Yeah, Let's get I to hate it. to set people's expectations right. that high, but uh, it is. It's possible. It's possible. Hmm. Uh, we've got some confusion, I guess, <laughs> uh, about the uh, bingo card situation. <laughs> because don't we tweet out the number of cards that you should have? Yeah, the commissioner
3: Check. of Pat Gray Bingo, uh, TV's Rob down the hall. <laughs> mm. he, TV's uh, Rob. Uh, he he uh, puts out the official count. So yeah. after and the
2: official count is 10, 10. squares. We, we
3: sit at 10 squares, yes.
2: Okay, so Amanda tweets, this one is killing me. I've listened to the podcast six times.
3: Oh, wow, thank you. And got two for sure.
2: For the other two, not sure if Jeffy excused something, and what I think was a drum roll sounded like Wait. a polar bear. Wait, what? But the context was wrong. <laughs> ah,
3: uh, no, I don't.
2: No, I don't. There were, there was no no drum roll.
3: I don't remember a drum roll.
2: I think Keith said drum roll. I, I forget what the oh. what we were talking about, but you did say it, but yeah. then we oh. we didn't do a drum roll.
3: Okay. I don't but remember. a
2: drum roll is not on the list anyway, but I think she's talking about a drum roll, swirl, roll sounding like a polar like that. Oh you
3: know? no, we don't have a we didn't do a drowning polar no, bear. No, we either, didn't do did the we? polar
2: bear either. Okay. So you can know those two are not checked All right. off. Yeah. Now just the, a little safety tip. Now the
3: big right controversy around. was in a follow up tweet, which uh, many people echoed this sentiment. It's tough to tell when Jeffy is excusing something <laughs> shady since that's just kind of his default position.
2: Right. And with everything, with everything Jeffy talks about, right, it's all shady.
3: So knowing that information so, that you just said, mm-hmm.
2: yes, it makes it hard.
3: No, you might want to. You might want to cover a square.
2: You might want to. Mm-hmm. There
3: you go. So there, we, did we clear up anything?
2: Might as well just mark your squares for you.
3: <laughs> yeah, what do you need?
2: Let me just show you my sheet.
3: No, 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 no.
2: We have got the the greatest meme going around right now. <laughs> This is phenomenal. It'll make you smile, I think. Uh, Oprah. And then underneath, (laughs) fat, single, super rich. Gives advice about weight loss, marriage, and income inequality. (laughs) That is brilliant. Thank you.
3: That's so good.
2: She deserves that right
3: now. That is epic. (laughs) So good. Uh,
2: Also, now we know the booger got flicked. (laughs) <laughs> for monday night football yeah that finally happened yeah that needed to happen
3: uh-huh
2: uh but now apparently does he work for coke because um
3: uh-huh yeah because you see
2: so, yeah, <laughs> you get a 15
3: pack uh-huh three more cans than a 12 pack now how are you gonna figure that one out on now your that own? sounds
2: like a booger That's observation a- doesn't it
3: you see guys when you got a 15 pack <laughs> and you had a 12-pack. That's three more cans, three than you more than you had with yeah. the 12.
2: All right, back Thank to you. you. Yeah. Thank you, booger.
3: Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, booger <laughs> McFarlane gone. Monday Night Football. They wanted Sean McVay. It came yeah, the out. the guy
2: he just barely started his head coaching career. A few yeah. Years ago. He's what? He's 18 years old. 18 or years
3: old. Already coached in a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and uh,
2: want, he's already going to leave for that? No. Yeah. So. No, he's not. Anyway,
3: that was an interesting uh, nugget. They, came they out
2: just yesterday. keep grasping at straws. Uh, I don't know. I I don't know. They're having a difficult time because they ruined Monday Night Football, and now I'm not sure anybody wants anything to do with it. I, I don't know if they have confidence that it can be restored to its its uh, once once lofty position.
3: Peyton Manning must really enjoy his retirement, and you know, every couple weeks or so, well, probably less than that, probably. Uh, once a month, maybe Mm -hmm. goes and shoots a state farm commercial with Brad Paisley. I mean, that's like literally all he does. That's
2: about it. It seems like, yeah.
3: (laughs) Nationwide. I'm sorry. Nationwide. See, look, it's not even an effective campaign, (laughs) even though I can hear the song in my head. State farm is on your side. See, did I nail it? No, no. Nationwide. Mm -hmm. Okay. Dang it. So anyhow, so he probably Mm -hmm. shoots, uh, probably shoots about six of those. Over the course of a, a couple of days, yeah, and then goes and plays golf for the next six months.
2: And people desperately want him in the broadcast
3: I know. booth. I think he'd be fantastic. When is he going to get in there? I don't know. He'd or coach? Great. You heard Deion Sanders going to get into coaching. That's why he left NFL Network. Oh,
2: I didn't know he left NFL Network.
3: Yeah, that just happened a couple of days ago. Mm. And uh, apparently, it's going to be a head coach. We don't know where. We don't know details, but apparently, huh? Yeah. So how about that? That is cool. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, didn't realize coach. that. Yeah, I don't know that he – maybe he doesn't have a gig. or Maybe he's just going to spend the next few months, you know, brushing up his resume or something. I don't know, but mm-hmm. the, the articles I read led one to believe that uh, head coaching is in his uh, immediate future. Of course, it would be nice if there were, you know, some football teams playing that one could coach. But- it's also interesting he's not been
2: coaching. You're going to give him a head coaching position? Immediately? Okay.
3: Well, okay. Maybe I extrapolated head coaching. Yeah, so let's maybe. not get too far ahead here. Maybe. But he definitely wants to get in. I'm sure realm.
2: he's smart and knowledgeable about the game, and he's obviously Hall of Fame player. But do you just go from nowhere to head coach in the NFL in one easy jump? I, I don't know. We'll see. And I'm not going to let it go. We'll the see.
3: First Atlanta Falcon inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame. Thank you very much.
2: They had an NFL Hall of Fame induction already.
3: Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, who? Deion Sanders. Oh,
2: Deion Sa- Oh, yeah. okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I thought you were, saying he, this was a separate issue. No, one? no,
3: no. Thankfully, he went in okay, right. as a Falcon.
2: Okay. We, that is he needed that. Could have gone in as a 49er or a cowboy.
3: Or a Raven, even.
2: Yeah. Huh. Or I
3: think he was a Charger for five But minutes. he most
2: identified, corsets when he really came to prominence, was in Atlanta with that, uh, when what's-his-face was the head coach who was a douche. What Jerry was, Glanville.
3: Yeah. 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 I'm done.
2: The guy who couldn't see what he had with uh, Brett Favre at the time thought Brett Favre Nobody
3: was... in that front office wants to take responsibility for that I trade. know.
2: And they all try to make, whoa, I knew you had a good arm. I, I knew you I, I had a future. What is so
3: funny about Jerry Glanville, mm-hmm. which leads credence to, the, to him being the one to let him go, is uh, he said, because you know, Brett Favre would get in trouble drinking a lot, hanging out in Buckhead there in Atlanta and stuff. And uh, Jerry Glanville said, you know, he made that point that he spent more time in Buckhead than in Sewanee, which is where the Falcons training camp was and stuff. But the fun thing was he said, yeah, we didn't even mean to draft him. Uh, he's the kid from Southern Mississippi. Yeah, we meant to draft a kid from Mississippi State or some other Mississippi school. So, I mean, Jeez. they had no respect. I mean, that None. That, that franchise just...
2: That's great. They didn't even
3: mean to draft him. Yeah, yeah. No, we meant to draft some other kid uh, from Mississippi State or Ole Miss <laughs> or whatever. Anyway, so perfect. Yeah, yeah. good franchise.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of football, uh, this is great. Jerry Jones uh, just came came out and said, uh, not only not only are we going to play football and play all of our games this year we're going to play them in front of our fans yeah in the stadium
3: yeah in fact their first home game is against the falcons
2: <laughs> so he will allow fans in the game i guess they're trying to keep it to I, they have to keep it to 50% because of the governor's mandate but a maximum of 50%
3: full right now that's still 40,000 people yeah you buy 25 maybe they're talking about buying tickets in pods they said uh, get used to hearing the word pods when it comes to hmm. ticket packages for NFL games, so I guess I don't know how big of a group of people, but you all come in and sit together. This is, wow, where are I?
2: <laughs> they? They can seat a hundred thousand uh-huh. in that stadium, so it could be fifty thousand even. Wow, <laughs> but I doubt it will be. But I, I who knows? And the Chargers
3: I'm, and Rams will be jealous of a half-capacity crowd. Yes, at Cowboy Stadium.
2: <laughs> yes, they will. More at half capacity than than certainly. I mean, the Chargers aren't pulling. They're not drawing anybody to that stadium. And it's not even, it's what, 26,000, I think, full?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think are they, Aren't they building a big new one, though? Yeah, I they are, for yeah. both
2: of them for to both. share. Yeah. And it's like a, I don't know, $2 billion palace. It's <sighs> going to be nice. I don't
3: know that I will ever say this phrase ever again, but I feel so sorry for Las Vegas. They had this glamorous Awesome NFL draft setup where where the picks would take a boat across the is it the Bellagio? I don't know, the, the little pond there when mm-hmm. their name was called. And now they've got an NFL franchise and the fans won't be allowed to attend the games. I mean, I feel sorry for Las uh, Vegas. That's
2: that does suck. <laughs> what a rough year. Does suck. Uh you know, they might do the fifty percent capacity thing though. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Jerry Jones is just bold and and ballsy and so We'll see. Maybe nobody will follow his lead, and maybe a thousand people per game will get COVID. I don't know. I just I don't know. Who knows with this thing? There's just no way to tell. And uh, in fact, there's concerns in Germany right now over the rising COVID numbers. What? I thought Germany. Germany's doing everything perfectly. Uh Dad, they, they did what they were told. The Germans. They sucked it up and they did it right. In Germany, they knew what they were doing. In Germany, they had a plan and they stuck to it. In Germany, unlike us, they had real respected leadership who really led them. In Germany, <laughs> now, in Germany, uh, the COVID cases are spiking again. So I just think that this thing is going to run its course. Yeah. No matter what you do. No matter what you do, Daniel Horowitz in the Blaze uh, uh, on the Blaze yesterday website wrote a great article about Hawaii. How they've been the, you know, among the toughest, maybe the toughest yeah. restrictions, certainly in the country, maybe in the world. Right? Didn't allow anybody on the island from outside. Uh-huh. Shut it completely down. Shut down the residents.
3: Yeah. Remember they had the surfer guy show up, put his pictures on Instagram. They, they put went, him in jail. Yeah. They said nope, 14 day quarantine, and now they've got the 14 day quarantine from island to island. Yeah. And an absolute mandate on masks.
2: And now they are spiking. Huh. In Hawaii. Huh. So he goes on to mention in the article um, about the heavy-handed police state tactics that people employ. And then gives an example of what happened. You take London and what they did. And Stockholm in Sweden and what they did. Uh, London had a strict lockdown. They still do right now. Stockholm, they didn't, they didn't do any mandatory lockdown or mask policies. Mm. And according to research published in the Journal of Royal, uh, the Royal Society of Medicine, they both have about 17% serial pre- prevalence among their respective uh, populations. So experts predicted 40% of people in Stockholm would have antibodies. But as uh, he says in this article, the inherent T-cell immunity. So that's Mm -hmm. something that you have going into it that you might not even need to have the antibody. You've got the T-cell. So the virus appears to stop before it gets to that 40% benchmark. So you get to the herd immunity at a much lower rate with this particular infection is what it comes down to. And Sweden seems to have come to that herd immunity. And so they're not having the the problems now that the neighboring Nordic countries are experiencing because it's going up in the other countries around them. Norway, Finland, Denmark, everybody who was held up as a great example. uh, They're going through it too. So I just think this thing has to run its course. That's what it looks like to me. I'm no expert. I'm not an immunologist. I don't, I'm not a scientist, but it looks like, this thing's gonna run its course, regardless of what we do. So you can either destroy your economy over it, mm-hmm. or you can roll with it and and do your best to protect your most vulnerable
3: and move on with life. Yeah, I, I, the, this thing is. You talk about the T cells. They they tested. You know they they introduced uh, this COVID nineteen to that blood that they had collected between the years twenty fifteen and twenty eighteen. Right. and the blood showed a familiarity i don't know how that happens i don't know if you look under the microscope and the blood's like oh i recognize you hey, that t-cell's my friend yeah no yeah so the t cell yeah so they they responded to the coronavirus <laughs> which you thought would be the first time this blood had ever seen it mm-hmm. a- anyway so they it it showed a commonality with like the common cold like the structure yeah. and everything
2: if you've had coronavirus anything
3: anything right
2: Not just this one.
3: And so our bodies have been figuring out how to fight it, but some people, Mm -hmm. some people's bodies are different and can't. And so, like you said, are you willing to shut down your society for the people whose immune systems
2: can't
3: handle it? it? Or
2: do you just protect those people?
3: Right. It's madness, man. It is. It's we are out of freaking control
2: yep and yeah. what everybody's finding is all the ones that were being praised see they did it better than you did. they they're good they're, you should look to them Well now they're all they're all getting hit with it again. So
3: <laughs> are we gonna have the same discussion five years from now? Wow Maybe. here we go another flare- up in Germany. it's the tenth yeah. one in the last five years. If we don't learn
2: our lesson we will yeah uh, let me tell you about keeps. Here's another lesson you can learn. you don't have to go bald. Uh, this is awesome because if you've got male pattern baldness or baldness runs in your family uh, and you just don't want to lose your hair go to keeps.com pat keeps offers the generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products it's the real deal and these stop hair loss in about 90% of men or women and in about 67% of the cases you can actually experience hair regrowth it's pretty exciting so just go online and answer a few questions, take a few pictures and post those, and then a doctor will evaluate all your info and get back to you with the right treatment for you and ship it discreetly to your home. So you don't even have to leave your couch to do this. Go to keeps.com slash Pat. To get you started, we're going to give you 50% off your first order. Keeps.com slash Pat. Pat. Triple eight
3: nine hundred. The goal is to make people want to stay in bed. Uh, uh, that was, was, a, that was that a Jeffy great. sound. Yeah. <laughs> Eighteen. Now get up and go uh, to work.
2: Milk. <laughs> first of all. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: <laughs> all right. One of my main geods. Yeah. This oh. is one of my first geods. The uh, facial cream. Yep. Uh, ED products. (laughs) And now the big deal is the CBD craze. Yep. Everybody's leaving their job to sell CBD. (laughs) Now it's Kevin Costner. Really? Yeah, he's uh, uh, potent. CBD line is changing lives. And as you can imagine, drug companies are furious. (laughs) I love this. You know, I love the tactic because they make it look super legitimate.
3: They furious and shocking. Those are the two words right. that always appear in these ads. Yes. <laughs> Number nine will shock you.
2: And it looks like it's a, you know, like an NBC site or a Today Show yeah, site. Today
3: Show. Yeah, they always are ripping off Today Show's graphics.
2: So, uh, they say in an emotional, in an emotional one-on-one interview, <laughs> Kevin Costner revealed he wouldn't be where he is today without C B D. Okay. Kevin Costner, an American actor, screenwriter, producer, director who is who has a net worth of hundred and fifty million dollars. No doubt he is a living legend, but his behind his wealth, not only his income as an actor, but also his C B D production line, which he just announced. And it's called, get this. I don't know how he came up with the name. Hey, okay, what do we got? Extra strength C B D. <laughs> it's called Extra Strength CBD. I mean, it's not the
3: catchiest
2: no, it's not. name for a it's product. It's not the most
3: creative, yeah. perhaps.
2: But he doesn't need to be. He's Kevin Costner. <laughs> and he's leaving acting to sell CBD. This started as a personal project due to his own health needs. Uh, but uh, the company has grown so incredibly fast. Uh, Costner says, I love his this quote. Listen to this quote from Kevin Costner. He almost sounds like he, he doesn't live in this country. He speaks so strangely. I loves acting but finds it self serving. <laughs> you loves acting but finds it self serving.
3: Is he Popeye? <laughs> <laughs> now read that again that's like That's right. Read that quote like public. I loves me acting but finds it self
2: serving. I'm not sure. Okay, if that's okay, Popeye, okay, but uh I don't remember the Popeye <laughs> voice exactly right, but you know, you nailed it, sure. I want to go on and do something meaningful. This CBD line started as a personal project due to my own health needs, but it's grown incredibly fast. Now, here we are almost three years later. An extra strength CBD has steadily grown into a business that's helped thousands (laughs) of people so far become pain-free and much happier. My line gives me a chance to do something bigger than movie. And I knew I would regret it for the rest of my life if I let that opportunity pass me by. In the past three years, I was running between my production line and the studio at the same time. Very crazy. Today, all this proves that my decision is right. Okay. All right. So there you go. And they even have, I mean, here's a few things that that Kevin Costner's CBD will do for you. Oh,
3: oh, wait. Write, write this down, bro. <laughs> what do we got here?
2: Uh, reduce, reduce chronic pain. Okay. okay. <clears throat> it will uh, support joint health. Reduces anxiety, reduces headaches, reduces blood sugar. If you're a diabetic, man, this is great for you. Um, supports cognitive health. Joe Biden should be taking this every day. <laughs> and there's antioxidant support. Yeah, so everything going to have that. Those are just a few things it does. Does
3: not make your biceps huge? Because I thought it was Popeye talking over there earlier.
2: <laughs> well, we'll see. No? I think that's just the spinach. You, you might need to oh. eat spinach with it. Uh, Willie Nelson said, I started a new prescription my doctor suggested and had several (laughs) negative side effects. Costner gave me, so uh, you know that that Kevin Costner and Willie Willie Nelson know each (laughs) other, right?
3: I got busted too many times with the marijuana, so I had to go with the (laughs) CBD. All right.
2: Costner gave me a sample of extra strength CBD, (laughs) and the product is a miracle worker. It only took a few days for me to notice the difference. Oprah Winfrey said the absolute cure for aching feet on the red carpet. Uh, Wait,
3: she fell off. She (laughs) fell over her feet. She did. It didn't work.
2: Tom Hanks, the advances Costner has made in the CBD industry are remarkable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't believe it if I hadn't had the chance to try it out for myself. After using extra strength CBD for two weeks, I was already feeling like a new me. Kelly Clarkson loves it too. She says it's hard to believe, but all my chronic pain has vanished. I guess she was the only one in actual chronic pain, the others used it for other things. Hmm. <laughs> what okay. In the world? So, so all these fake quotes from these about this fake product and Kevin Costner is uh, the beneficiary of all of that great stuff. I again, I don't know how they get away with it, but they keep they keep getting away with it over and over and over again. I guess uh, the main thought on that is that they move too fast for people to find them and shut them down. Because when they do that, then they just move on to the next place. It's weird. 888 thirty three ninety three.
3: So weird.
2: Maybe uh, Bill de Blasio should move into CBD or eat erectile dysfunction pills <laughs> or some facial cream. Because he's having some hard times in uh, New York. Oh, no. Yeah, really hard times. He is threatening 22,000 layoffs in the city. If the feds don't bail him out. So he got into this awful situation with New York City and their budget. And now he wants uh, the rest of us to bail him out of it. He's doubling down on his warning that the city will need to cut 22,000 workers on October 1st unless the federal government bails it out. Uh, He said uh, yesterday, the massive number of impending layoffs is painfully real. The overwhelming cost of local government is personal. Where we put our money is into the people who provide services to New Yorkers, whether they're first responders, health workers, sanitation workers, educators, you name it. If you're going to keep cutting and keep cutting, it has to at some point reach personal or personnel, some might say. It's just pure logic of budgets, and it's very sad logic. I don't like it one bit. And I want to avert this at all costs so that 22000 number is painfully real. So this is what they're going to do. They're going to hold up the federal government and our tax money. They're going to hold them up at gunpoint by saying, okay, if you don't do this, you're going to hurt a lot of people. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs over this. Yeah, well, you got yourself into that situation. Now you want the rest of the country to bail you out. And, of course, I'm sure it will happen. I'm sure they will. I'm sure we will. Uh, It's not right. It's not fair. It's not the way America is supposed to work. Also, uh, did you see that de Blasio was stopped? He was touring Chinatown for some photo op thing. Mm. Like, this guy really cares. But he's a man of the people. So he's out on the street just talking to people with real lives and real problems in a real setting. And watch how he responds to the manager of a, a Chinatown restaurant. This is amazing.
0: We've been taking a hit since January.
3: Taking a hit we since January. We lost our Chinese
0: New
1: Year, our busiest day of, of our community. The most festive
3: holiday that we had. Then COVID. happened. Now we're all hurting. to show. Okay, pause it for
2: a second. It's hard to understand what he's saying because it's off in the background. But he's saying that, you know, we've taken a real hit here. We've, I mean, it's hard. There's no traffic in Chinatown right now, and we've been, we were shut down for a while, and we're all hurting. You're you're killing us. In other words, we need to we need help here. And here's what he does.
1: I know Yes, but need
2: help. He can't get away from him fast enough.
3: Right. Look at that. The guys talking to him.
2: He turns right around and walks
3: away. He said, we have a difference of opinion in leaves. Yeah. What was the opinion? I He was just telling him
2: Right, he's just what telling happened. Him. We're all hurting. So you have a dif- difference in a, of opinion in that they're all hurting? So you're actually not hurting, sir. Huh. That's Sorry. interesting. It's yeah. interesting. Is there a number people can call about hurting?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, 1-800-CBD. <laughs> uh, I think it's uh, extra strength. Oh,
2: okay. Extra strength CBD. I love that stuff. Cost- Kevin Costner developed that. I don't know if you're aware of that so that's that's fascinating i you know i thought communists these commies were all about the little guy right they're not about the bourgeoisie they're about the proletariat (laughs) there's no better example of the proletariat than that guy and he turns around turns his back on him and walks away
3: like literally turns his back on
2: you're not worth my freaking time little man you're you're a bug underneath my shoe beat it i'm tired of listening to you that is amazing I guess only if you kiss the ring, only if you come up and tell him what a great job he's doing and how you love communism and, hey, that was great what you did with the Sandinistas back in the, <laughs> in the 80s. Good job supporting America's enemies. Then he's got some time for you, but no, not if you're hurting. Not if you've you got a story of real American suffering. It's just unbelievable. Why do New Yorkers continue to settle for these guys for for people who don't give a rat's ass about them? It's just uh, amazing. Absolutely amazing.
3: I mean, he could have at least dropped him a Karl Marx quote like he did last week. You know, he could have given him that before he walked away.
2: Yeah, what was the quote? Do you remember? Uh, oh, what what did he right. say? He, did, he couldn't even <laughs> couldn't even drop that.
3: Uh, I just remember it was... Uh,
2: uh, I don't know either.
3: I know it was fun, whatever it was, because anytime you do quote Karl Marx...
2: That's, That's a good day, is. yeah. Any, any time you anybody,
3: can. anybody mm-hmm. anybody anybody remember what the uh, what the quote was that he uh, that he said?
2: No, no. Nobody, <laughs> nobody remembers. It must have been a very memorable Karl Marx so quote. I'm so glad
3: I, I I brought it up here. <laughs> but uh, anyhow, um, hang on, I'm looking here, and
2: yeah, you're not going to find
3: it. Are you? Show more. Hold on. Show more. Show more where's the quote Uh okay uh I'm tempted to borrow from Karl Marx here and um if Awesome you- If you borrow from Karl Marx, you have to pay him uh, back.
0: The state is the executive committee of the bourgeoisie. And (laughs) I use it openly to say, no, I actually read that when I was a young person. I said, well, that's not the way it's supposed to be. We need to work with the business community. We will work with the business community. But the city government represents the people, represents working people. And, uh, you know, mayors should not be too cozy with the business community. That's amazing.
3: (laughs) He just had an opportunity. Yeah. To, to
2: one of the working people. Thank you for
3: saving me, Rob. Uh, appreciate it.
2: One of the working people. There's no better example of one of the working people. There he was right there. And that wasn't a billionaire. literally turned
3: to... his back on him.
2: Yeah. You're not talking to Steve Jobs. Of course, that'd be difficult to speak with Steve Jobs at this point. But you're not talking to Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> or some multi-millionaire or billionaire. You're talking to a guy who's a manager at a restaurant in Chinatown who's trying to tell you, it, we're really hurting here. Maybe you could, I don't know lighten up on some of the restrictions
3: he means nothing to him
2: nope couldn't care less there's your commies uh, caring about the little guy
3: now without LeBron James Mayor LeBron James he could care less (laughs) (laughs) by the way NBA ratings down in the toilet
2: (laughs) by the way we've got a nice tweet from the president to share Oh, uh, as well coming up in just a few (laughs) minutes Great debut with us, Triple A nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where just two muck and fudge tweets. I hear Jeffy works for Coke too. Oh, in addition to booger.
3: Okay, wait, wait, different Coke.
2: Oh, oh, is it a different Coke? Yeah.
3: Just uh, the English language is fun. It's fun (laughs) stuff.
2: Uh, Riots cure COVID. I think Jeffy (laughs) told me there was. 18 minutes of material in today's show.
3: Oh, yeah. You only promised 17, right? Ah,
2: Darn it. That's right. 18! B to Bodine tweets, I think Monday Night Football needs to put Frank Caliendo and Pat Gray in the booth. Pat can do his Cosell impersonation for the game. Yeah, I can go, right there! (laughs) And John Facenda for halftime highlights. (laughs) (laughs) And Caliendo can do Madden. That's awesome. DMX DM tweets <laughs> I'd go in on a ticket pod to see the Falcons get beaten up by the Cowboys. Well, there you go, Keith. You got somebody to watch the game with. Okay. Swank think uh, I'm sure that's how the Bellagio envisioned their fountain would be referenced, Keith. A pond.
3: Everybody's picking up on me calling the Bellagio the front of the the deal there a pond <laughs> on Twitter. Like, why is that a why is that a big deal? It's a pond.
2: No, I, I don't. With know. fountains. It's Still... pretty big though, right? Isn't it large?
3: Yeah, but it's yeah. Pond. Bob blah, blah.
2: Uh word <laughs> has it that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be leaving politics this m- mid-November to sell extra strength
3: CBD. I hope that is true. Oh, man, Please do we ever. let it be
2: so. Ah, from your tweet to God's ears. Mm-hmm. From Donald J. Trump. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, we mentioned that he, he was tweeting very early this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Very poor morning TV ratings for MSNBC's Morning Joe. No,
3: MSDNC's. Oh, yeah, that's right. See how creative he is there?
2: (laughs) For MSDNC's Morning Joe, headed by a complete psycho named Joe Scarborough and his ditzy airhead wife, Mika. (laughs) Come on, man. And also CNN, headed by complete unknowns. Congratulations to Fox and Friends on dominating the mornings.
3: And then he then he puts in parentheses thank you President Trump for helping the ratings be so high. Oh my gosh <sighs> He's a
2: character isn't he? He's a character that's great. that's stuff. good that's a good, that's spin. good stuff that's yeah. good spin that's nice. Good character. Uh, but I love this story. NBA ratings Inexplicably low. no you can explain it you can absolutely explain it. a. I, I think that the passion for the season has waned, okay? We're in the middle of summer. We're not used to watching basketball. That's one thing. Number two, you've politicized it to the point where nobody cares. Or maybe not nobody, but any of the fringe fans, like me, don't want are not paying a bit of attention because I don't want to be lambasted or lambasted, either one. <laughs> I don't want to lambaste. I don't want to
3: lambast. Uh, how are the ratings in China? Hmm? Do we know? They're
2: probably up. I don't know. I don't know, but they, they eat and breathe basketball. Uh, so they might still, and they don't care about the politics of it. I We do, and I, I don't want to be hit with it every day. I, I don't want it in my face like that, especially when you're wrong on virtually everything. When you're supporting a group called Black Lives Matter that Mm. wants Marxism in this country and that is trying to destroy the traditional family unit. Sorry, no, I'm not going with you there. So, according to the article, the NBA ratings continue to be inexplicably low with all the Twitter chatter surrounding the leagues. That's true. I mean, they've gotten plenty of publicity. When the NBA resumed its season at the end of July, many observers assumed it would be a ratings boon for all involved. Networks were starved for sports programming. (laughs) There's another aspect I wasn't even thinking of. Yeah, we're hungry for sports, and we're still not watching the NBA. Yeah. um, We want almost, I mean, we've said, give me soccer. Give me something, I'll watch it. Nope, we're not watching the NBA. Boy,
3: the NBA has angered their American fans. They have. And they're still blacked out in China.
2: Oh, they are. Oh, that's right. So congratulations,
3: NBA. You tried to... Good.
2: Yeah, you've alienated everybody. Nice job. Good for you. So networks were starved for programming, and basketball's glut of big-name stars should have converted into a ton of viewership, except it didn't. In the first week of action, NBA's ratings immediately sputtered, rather than spiking due to an increase in hype and intrigue, blah, blah, blah. Last week, the games that took place from Thursday to Sunday drew smaller ratings than the same... Uh, period the prior week. So they started low and then they went
3: down. <laughs> <laughs> Good! That makes me laugh.
2: That couldn't happen to a better organization than the NBA. That's fantastic. Uh. <laughs> I love that. I, I think, go ahead and politicize it. Go ahead. Uh, we do have our limits, I think, as, as Americans. <clears throat> Those of us who are not left-wing kooks and don't want to hear it 24 hours a day and want some kind of escape. And then we go to the NBA because we love sports and we love that sport. And and then you bombard us with it there. Mm-hmm. Then you got Black Lives Matter plastered all
3: over the court and these sayings on the back of the jersey. Oh, that's right. <laughs> ah, you know on. what? I haven't watched <clears throat> a nanosecond of it, and so I've I forgotten either. all about the jersey thing. Right.
2: <laughs> I mean, you can't escape from it. <laughs> you got everybody kneeling for the national anthem.
3: And so I go back to a phrase that I threw out a couple of months ago, and I was being completely sincere. How many of these sports leagues do you think will be around 10 years from now? I mean, seriously, I mean, are, mm. they, are, they, so, are they too big to fail? Are we going to have uh, an NBA, an NHL, an MLB, an NFL? I'm not even saying MLS. Come on. <laughs> I, said, I said big sports, please. Uh, so, I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. I mean, because of the not only the money stuff, but the way society mm. is pulling the rug out from under ourselves. Yeah. And and then we talk about the social justice nonsense. I mean, people just are going to, in mass, turn away. And if there's no audience, there's no league. Am yep. I right?
2: I mean, you're right. Uh, from from Dylan Stu's production. Oh, oh yeah, goon,
3: <laughs> right in here, Dylan. I love this tweet. Uh,
2: there should be a sports version of Vid Angel that cuts out all the social justice. I love that. That's, <laughs> that'd be great. So
3: there's no opening, uh, you know, <laughs> no, no national anthem. We don't have any, you know, pregame speeches You'd by Dumba. Be, it eliminates the BLM banners on the court. Yep. No. Oh, a little blurs like when they're dribbling down the court, and you see yeah. this blurred, that'd be great <laughs> mass and no names on the jerseys.
2: Yeah, I would absolutely love that. <laughs> All right, so Governor Tom Wolf in Pennsylvania wants high school football canceled, uh, but they have not done that yet, right? They've no, not just, yet. They're not canceled. That's high school just the way football.
3: he threw out there, as you know, because the the new way to be a governor is to just be a tyrant mm-hmm. and so you just kind of. Uh, willy-nilly, do whatever you does want. It does seem pretty
2: popular right now, doesn't it? The uh, yeah. tyrannical governor yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, gig, that's if you how, will. That's
3: how you do it now.
2: Uh, so uh, let's see. There, there's a coach who, who does not like the idea mm-hmm. of scrapping high school football.
0: When I, when I hear things like it's not worth the risk, first of all, uh, as a coach, I've been, I have had the opportunity to watch this football team at, at Bedford prepare for this year. And we told them you know if you wear your mask you social distance at meetings Mm -hmm. you know split your time in the weight room they've done all those things we said if you follow these protocols you will have the opportunity to play to now come back to them and say you've done everything right but you know what we we still don't have the the will to let that happen and i think back to those Mm -hmm. words it's not worth the risk we know most of us up here have either played or been a part of athletics. We understand that there's inherent risk to what we do. That's why there's an ambulance that sits out by the football fields on Friday night. We know that there is risk. But always that risk benefit reward ratio has always been left up to the families mm-hmm. to determine is this worth That's a good the point. physical risk? Like that. Well, I don't see any difference in that now and quite frankly the governor has himself hmm. said when he was out in a protest in the streets of harrisburg he said when asked did you follow your own protocols he goes no i didn't because i felt the cause was worth the risk oh jeez. well we cannot just allow one person in pennsylvania to, to serve to d- discern for everyone which causes are worth the risk and which are not that's great that decision needs to be left up to parents and it needs to be left up to families is it worth the risk I believe that in my case it is. Maybe some other people don't. But at the end of the day, if we're going to leave that decision only up to one person, then we have a problem that's far greater than COVID-19.
3: Nice. That's pretty powerful. Yep. Common, se- I mean, common sense Jeez. is powerful today. Yeah, that's... That's where we're at, man. It's good stuff. I think they
2: delayed this. Did I hear they delayed the football season? In the start of the season in Texas for high school football? That I don't know. Uh, so if they delay it in Texas, that's pretty serious.
3: How, how long do you think that they uh, delayed it for?
2: I didn't hear. I just heard that the start of the season was delayed. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that's true, though. Maybe I was dreaming it. Uh, maybe it was a hallucination. I see
3: South Texas has suspended athletics until the end of October. Oh, good gosh. I mean, this is... A- I mean, he almost makes a similar argument. It's like Nebraska in the Big Ten. You've got presidents in Piscataway, New Jersey, Mm -hmm. deciding what's best for people in Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And there's so much involved there with the economy and just...
2: uh, You know, college football is a $4 billion a year industry. So you take that away from not just the sports teams, and maybe you don't even care about sports. But what about the local economies that depend on it? You know, the hotels, the travel, the, I mean, the, the industries, the restaurants, all of these things are going to suffer a domino effect on the mm-hmm. fact that there's no college football if there isn't. They're already going to suffer. I mean, already 40% of college football teams have opted not to play college football this fall. So
3: the, the city of Lincoln, Nebraska, will lose $6 million every weekend. There's no football.
2: That's pretty significant for a little town like that. Yeah. Jeez. And they just want to play. Nebraska just wants to play.
3: And they're getting hammered for it. Hammered. You would have thought like this is some scandal. Wait, you want to play football? What are you talking about? Your conference
2: said no. Well, okay, yeah. So they shouldn't then if they don't want to. I but mean, we want to play. Freedom is a lost art. It is.
3: I mean, nobody and just, understands and expressing it. Expressing free will. The left people on the left just don't understand it. People don't want you to take personal responsibility. Right. They want someone to make the decisions for you. And in this time of when it's fashionable to be a sheep, mm-hmm. a school says, "Now nah, we want to actually go play." Please become an independent. I, I, I don't. I know they're gonna leave fifty-five million dollars on the table if they leave. Who cares, man? So the Big Ten is gonna find
2: them fifty-five. Million? No,
3: that's uh. see that. That I don't know. The the grant of rights or whatever it is, uh, clause in all of these little contracts.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I, I don't know exactly.
2: But if they play, it costs them fifty plus million dollars.
3: That yeah. That so, it came. Push came uh, to shove. I bet they
2: could find some alumni to take care of
3: that for them. I did the math if every citizen of Nebraska gave uh, 10 bucks which isn't going to happen but oh whatever <laughs> but At the state still, of Nebraska if you did everybody yeah. would pay that'd be 20 million bucks right there and then you get the alumni people like me take care of the rest Oh yeah absolutely you got some rich donors didn't I, Warren Buffett I go to Nebraska I was just about to say Warren Buffett might write a check Warren Buffett so,
2: can take care of it except he's a lefty so maybe he doesn't <laughs> think they should play
3: So so wait a minute uh, that's but. true uh, so <laughs> um the, uh, so the the TV deal is 55 million or whatever and they're getting yeah. nothing but crap from people like uh, ESPN oh my gosh if you needed another reason to despise and these are the people you're cutting off your nose to spite your face ESPN you would be the ones
2: to broadcast the games what if you don't have <laughs> any games where are you going to get the TV revenue this fall where's that going to come from that is asinine for these ESPN broadcasters to be bashing people who want to play college football. And that's the reason. Which is wh- how you make your living every
3: autumn. <laughs> I mean. That's unreal. Ah, Desmond Howard and Michael Wilbon have been leading the charge. Oh, now, Yesterday when Ohio State's head coach said the same thing that Nebraska's head coach said. And even quoted as, yeah, we're looking into the same concerns Nebraska has. The same options. Crickets from ESPN. Oh. <laughs> I mean and Crazy. now you've got you've got sports wow. writers, sports writers writing articles mocking the lifestyle of Nebraska and farmers and John Deere this and oh, country road that. I mean, for mm. real? I mean Crazy. we are a nation divided on every, every issue single front imaginable. It is madness.
2: And everything's political. Everything even this football thing is political. <laughs> i bet it I'll bet that's divided down left and right. Right? It's like, oh good, let's play. Left is like, no, you can't play football right
3: now. Remember, freedom of choice only applies if you're trying to kill a baby in the womb. You aren't allowed to choose anything else in your life. You can't choose to play football. You can't choose to not wear a seatbelt. What you eat, what what you you drink, what you drink. Any of that.
2: Yeah, it's ESPN. What is the matter with you? (laughs) It's amazing. Uh, they own forty bowl games. You think the NCAA owns those? You need nope. teams to
3: play. ESPN
2: in them. does. <laughs> ESPN owns almost every single college football bowl game. <laughs> I just and then you're bashing the football teams that want to play this year.
3: That is just ridiculous. I, what does the matter with you? I, and 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 one writer said, you know. And, and a lot of people picked up on this. Nebraska's only only feels bold to uh, make a stand against their commissioner, which a stand is, wanting to play football, because he's black. Uh, what? Uh, shut up. Oh, my. Who said that? I, I'll have to find the article. All that.
2: I want to just. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Oh my. I'm sorry. I, I'm
1: afraid I can't do that.
2: I can't do it anymore. I can't do that anymore. You <laughs> know what? Uh, here's the thing. This
1: conversation can serve no purpose anymore.
2: hmm Goodbye. <laughs>
3: uh, look, <laughs> North, North Dakota State has already reached out. I don't care if we lose to them ten times.
2: <laughs> Let's play up there. Play them five home times, and away. Home and away, and five, then a neutral site. Yeah,
3: with the fine. <laughs> you know what? Uh, whatever. Just. Play.
2: They should play North Dakota State.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. I don't care if we go. And then there's somebody a little further west and south uh, hmm. that they should also play.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I'm thinking, uh, is it uh, Providence? No, 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 no. Provo, Provo, Utah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a team in Provo, Utah.
3: How about we meet halfway and we play in uh, Laramie, Wyoming?
2: Look, (laughs) BYU will come to you. They'll they'll go to (laughs) Lincoln. They'll play there again. They don't care. Remember. The thing about BYU is they have the resources to do all these things. They mm-hmm. they can test all the guys th- and do that properly. Do all the
3: protocols, and they can come to you. Okay, I got it. Just one one little stipulation, please.
2: Uh huh. No hail marys. <laughs> There won't be ne- it won't be necessary.
3: Oh yes, let's do this. Seriously, it
2: won't what, be necessary.
3: So I mean, Nebraska could play uh, North Dakota State, mm-hmm. BYU. Yeah, why can't BYU play North Dakota State? Well, they could. So pick up the phone. They probably could. Hey, they're probably going to have to because they've
2: already lost ten out of the twelve games. They added one, so they got three games left. But everybody thinks North Alabama is going away too because almost all the FCS teams have gone away. So they're going to lose that game too, and they'll only have two.
3: Isn't what a great Nebraska year? Nebraska would make it three.
2: Yeah, it's a great year. I
3: just hate this year.
2: All right, we got to get into the whole uh, <laughs> Kamala Harris situation. We'll oh. do that coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being here with us. Triple eight nine hundred 3393 and at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So, the left celebrating the wonderful pick of Kamala Harris. What a solid choice she was. So, so good. What a great kid. Moderate? Oh, Jesus. moderate as the day is long.
3: <laughs> That's a long day. Wait, no. No. Opposite of that. It's actually a very really short day. Very short day. <laughs> Yeah. I love how they, they walked out yesterday with their masks on.
2: <laughs> yeah, wasn't that cute? Yeah, it is. Matching masks. <laughs> it was really adorable. Uh, Kamala Harris is not a moderate. Mm. They are bending over backwards to yell and scream this to the world that she's a moderate. Hey, Independence, this is just a really mainstream pick. She was the most liberal Senator in all of the Senate in 2019. She is not moderate. The most liberal. That's over Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. She beat both of them as far as being a progressive. You know, she's for all the same things that Bernie's for. Open borders. uh, The big income tax increase. The Green New Deal. Socialized medicine, socialized higher education, uh, abortion on demand anytime during pregnancy. Try to find a Democrat who would say otherwise. Um, I don't know if she's... We we need to find out if she's for reparations. Uh, She is for elimination of guns and gun uh, rights. God, just... Lowering the voting age. uh, Felons voting from prison. She's for all of these things. She's not a moderate. Kamala Harris is... You cannot possibly describe her as a moderate.
3: Uh, Let's see. I just found an article from last year on NPR. Senator Kamala Harris, a candidate for president, is floating a new idea. Funding for mental health treatment as a form of reparations for slavery.
2: Oh, nice. Okay, so there you go. She's for some form of reparations. And it's probably even more radical now that all of this has happened. Because everybody's just throwing caution to the wind now. Because they can. I mean, it's so amazing now that we've got black categories. Specific black categories. They don't have white categories on Disney and Netflix and, and Prime. But they do have black categories. Black entertainment. Black stories. I, okay, well, I mean, I don't care. But could, could you do white stories? I don't, th- I don't think so. So it just amazes me the double standard here. It it amazes me that everything else has been turned completely around
3: now. Uh, by the way, uh, that was early last year that Kamala Harris. Uh, late last year, uh, she says it can't be as simple as okay, I'm going to write you a check and then be quiet. So she sounds like she's at oh, least good with the checks. Good. Okay. And the mental health uh, care. All right, and then we don't know after that.
2: Because- no, I love it because you can write them the check, and then they'll still say mm-hmm. it's not. We're still not there. So, oh, and by <sighs> the way, I just saw another price tag placed to this reparations movement, <laughs> oh, no. and it is—it's uh, very close to the B.E.T. guys' figure. This was twelve trillion. Twelve trillion. So just at twelve. Trillion-dollar price tag to reparations. How much
3: was that platinum coin worth that uh, we're talking about? Yeah, the,
2: they were a trillion apiece, and you were supposed to do two of them. Just two of them. Yeah, just well, two. Just do, so it was two trillion. So let's just let's meant, just do twelve. Meant a dozen. <laughs> just do a dozen
3: <laughs> and and pay for that. And you paid for it. It's so easy. <laughs> and then you know, just like a baker's dozen, <laughs> and that'll take care of uh, uh-huh. some debt. Okay, a little bit.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, an allocation of between ten. And twelve trillion dollars would provide reparations for about eight hundred thousand dollars to each eligible black household. So we're not quite making all blacks millionaires, but we're getting very close. So that's perfect. That's not a problem. Now the fourteen trillion, I think, wasn't that like one million or one point two million per household? Uh so yeah, this certainly. is very close to that.
3: Yeah, what can we do, African Americans, to make you whole? in america where you're free
2: right where and where we have always been free where we've expunged our culpability Mm -hmm. because that's i mean let's just finally once and for all if we're gonna do it let's do it right so we don't hear about this anymore is there a number our national debt right now is about 27 trillion so if we add another 12 that's only 39 trillion dollars if we do the 14, that's 41 trillion dollars.
3: Okay, so let's just so, do.
2: We can't do. We can't pay back 27. We certainly can't pay back 41. But what's the difference? Let's
3: do. Let's. I tell you what. Uh, let's come to consensus here. Mm-hmm. Let's do four dozen of those platinum coins <laughs> worth a trillion each. And then okay. listen. That, there's All a little right. buffer. Yes. You know, like you don't want to just always make ends meet at the end of the. You know, mm-hmm. month, you know. Right, right. You want to have a little bit of room, little wiggle room in case like a rainy day fund. Okay. Or you yeah, know the For next... a little extra
2: spending. Right. So mm-hmm. let's just
3: let's do forty eight trillion in platinum coins. Mm-hmm. Have a little bit of uh, breathing room. I'm all about it. And then everybody gets the reparations. Mm-hmm. The debts paid mm-hmm. off.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Let's explore that. Run the numbers for me, Dylan. <laughs> goodness what
2: a nightmare but why not seriously why not whatever yeah let's okay, just do right, it let's, let's just do it and get it done fine <laughs> that's fine i don't care seriously uh, when you're talking about this kind of money i mean it's just it's so unrealistic it, it's impossible to ever pay back unless you just start printing money and you just print from now until the end of time and you just give it all back to china here all the money we printed it's yours That's pretty much worthless. It's not worth the paper it's printed on. But there's our debt. We just paid you back $40 trillion. Congratulations. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, uh, Kamala, you might remember, had some interesting things to say a while ago about Joe Biden. And especially, not just Joe Biden himself, but one of his accusers, um, Tara Reid. She actually spoke out about Joe being accused of sexual assault oh. on Tara Reid, if you remember correctly. Here's what she had to say about it.
1: I believe them, and I I respect um, wait what them being able to tell their story and having the courage to oh. do it.
2: Yeah, okay, so she believes him. The Vice President should enter this
1: race. Oh, I, he's gonna have to make that decision for himself. I wouldn't tell him what to do.
3: Hmm. Okay. <laughs>
2: She believes them. She believes them. Yeah, I I believe them, and I respect their right to you know come out and do this. And well. so,
3: so she just, so she
2: believes them. So she believes them, uh, but she's willing to run with him. So she's. Then, I'm sorry. Does she still believe him? And if so, why is she running with him?
3: Yeah, she's willingly running with someone she believes is a rapist. Or do you not believe them now?
2: And if so, let's hear that announcement. And what changed your mind? I'd like to know. I'd like to know that.
3: Who's going to ask during the debate? Nobody. Senator Harris. It
2: should happen long before. Like It should happen today. Hey, Kamala or Senator Harris. Uh Uh-huh. You said last year, late last year, that you believe the accusers of Joe Biden in the sexual assault case. Is that still true? Or (laughs) if not, what changed your mind? Right. Will anybody right. have the giblets? So so what to ask changed your question?
3: mind or if you still believe them then why are you willingly running with someone who you believed exactly. digitally raped uh, a subordinate. Right. A pretty good question, right? I think it's
2: fair. I would say it's fair cuz she said she believed her.
3: <laughs> Let's go ask the question. Oh, that is incredible. This covid thing is, is limiting access to these yeah. politicians. And on-the-fly And that's fortunate questions. for them right now. Yeah, it's all controlled. Where would anybody
2: have the giblets to even ask? I don't know. Maybe somebody at Fox, but they, if they do, they'll be crucified for it.
3: How dare you ask her a question like that? Which is specifically why I was thinking of a scenario where there's a debate on something like Fox Yeah, where that question is asked. You get one shot, I mean, probably one ha- vice presidential debate. It has to be asked, be doesn't it?
2: It absolutely has to be asked at a debate, before the debate, but it has to be asked of her. Senator Harris, you said you believe his accuser. And I hope he's standing right next to her when they ask her. Because there's, how do you explain your way out of that? I mean, really, that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Also amazing is that uh, President Trump, back in uh, 2011 and 2013, donated money to Kamala Harris's uh, attorney general campaigns in California. <laughs> like a total of $6,000. And then uh, <laughs> Ivanka oh, no. donated another two. So $8,000 from the Trump family <sighs> to Kamala Harris. See, this is the problem that we <laughs> talked about during the campaign. This is the problem that you run into... When a guy has donated to both sides like he has, I mean, he's donated to Nancy Pelosi and and Hillary Clinton, probably Joe Biden at some point, and Kamala Harris, and now you know that's going to be used against him, which really sucks. Uh, I mean, he he's not really been penalized up until this point for doing that, so maybe he won't be this time either. I I don't know, but it's just unfortunate that he's got a, yet another thing to explain here.
3: Hmm, well. It's gonna be
2: fun, right? It's gonna be fun.
3: So that—that's an old, uh, not old, but you know, that was a clip from last year of her uh, believing the accusers. Do you want to see? I haven't seen this. Uh, Rob had this video of her uh, talking about 18 to 24 year olds. Uh, This is a while back. Play that video.
1: What else do we know about this population, 18 through 24? Tell me. They are stupid. That is why we put them in dormitories, Uh-oh. and they have a resident assistant. Mm-hmm. They make really bad
0: decisions. Uh-huh.
3: It's true. Like voting she, for mean, you guys. Yeah, it is true. Oh. She's right about that. Okay, so, so, so that right <laughs> there, that the should be on part. loop the way Romney's you know, 47% aren't going to vote for us anyway. Right? Yeah. So, why isn't that going to be on loop and every millennial's uh, face from now till November? You're stupid. I mean, I'm not, I, <laughs> I think we it. found common ground. Yep. I, I think we found something we agree on. Yeah. But I wonder how that will play with potential voters. They won't care. 18 to 24 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. Exactly. And it's true.
2: They won't. They won't care.
3: No, nope, because they're not Trump, and they are taught that Trump is evil. So anything running against Trump doesn't matter. Works for me.
2: Yep. As long as long as it as long as it hurts Donald Trump, gets him out of office, they don't care. And so there we are. Uh, but I would try it. I mean, I I would play that Harris Harris clip. Mm-hmm. I, I would make a big deal out of it. And again. The opportunity will arise if there are debates. Now, I know Biden's camp is trying to wiggle out of these, and they should try to wiggle out of these because he's not capable of being in a debate with Donald Trump, I don't think. I I think Trump is going to crush him. And I think that Biden will be exposed to those who haven't seen the evidence of his cognitive uh, decline over the last few months and years because the the other guys don't show it. They act like it's preposterous that talk radio has even brought it up. I mean, that Brian Stelter thing is just astounding that talk radio is making such a big deal out of uh, Joe Biden's cognitive abilities. I mean, have you ever seen anything like this from the left uh, against Donald Trump? (laughs) No, no. I can't think of CNN, MSNBC, of a single CBS, NBC. I can't think of a single instance where other people do that to Donald
3: Trump. So here are the four debates scheduled. Three presidential, one vice presidential. Okay. Uh, okay. We don't start until September 29th. Notre Dame, remember Notre Dame said, nah, we're not doing it. Oh, they did? Yeah, the coronavirus. Oh. So you've got to assume they're not going to find another venue. Just assume the worst there. So that's September 29th. October 7th uh, in Salt Lake City is going to be uh, the vice presidential debate. Then you'll have the October 15th. Where in Salt
2: Lake City is that going to be? It's University of Utah.
3: Okay. Okay, then the second uh, They're allowing the godless election.
2: animals to host that
3: debate mean whatever democrats will be there okay. uh second presidential debate uh, october 15th uh, ann arbor michigan mm-hmm. and then the third presidential debate uh, is in nashville tennessee on october 22nd so there you go we've already got you, mm. biden's already got an out on the september 29th one sorry notre dame said no
2: well yeah but they could easily find another venue but we'll see you're right they probably will try to just scrap that one completely
3: i want to zoom I want a Zoom debate where they're talking over each other. That'll be fun.
2: Wouldn't that be fun? Biden
3: and Trump yelling,
2: because each especially other. Especially because of the d- the delay. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. <laughs>
3: I mean, that would be 2020.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Trying to sell your home is a real challenge, and you need somebody who is expert in the field. Somebody who knows real estate, knows your market, knows the the desires, I guess, of potential buyers and what they like in a house whether you should paint the interior or the exterior or both, whether you should repair the roof or replace the roof, what you should do about the countertops and all that kind of stuff. These are really important issues. And a really good realtor can help you through all of that. That's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in. It's Glenn's company, so he's vetted these agents very, very carefully and found that they have great track records and Great marketing plans, and they can—they're going to be with you every step of the way, helping you sell your home or buy a home or do both. If you're relocating, you got to do both, and that's a—that's a huge ordeal. Real estate agents I trust—the name really says it all. trust.com That's RealEstateAgentsITrust.com.
1: Pat Gray
2: Unleashed. Triple Eight. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Lynn tweets, "I need extra strength CBD to cope with this bingo situation." <laughs> Ten squares. Have we gone beyond that yet? I today? mean, I don't know
3: if we've. Rob, have we covered any ground today at all? Uh, no? no. Huh. Weird. Right, well, you yeah. pooped in your pants. I, I mm. pooped my
2: pants. Oh, that's weird. You did, did the Roker thing. What happened? You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants. Oh. Right,
3: when well I were in the middle of tweets, so I don't know that yeah. it counts. Oh, but, uh, <laughs> that's is, right. Is the thing. Shoot.
2: DMX DM uh, tweets Amazing how kids in Iowa have already played baseball and softball and are getting ready for a full on time football season, and not mm. one of them has died. I thought Texans were tough. No. No, apparently not. No, uh-uh. not anymore. No, sir. From the hydroxy? So now that the high school coach has spoken his mind on the season, what I would like to know is when will they let him out of the dungeon <laughs> he recorded the press conference in? <laughs> right. From Lone Peak patron, bring Nebraska back to the Big 12. Brings back the KSU rivalry. Oh. Nebraska-Kansas State. Yeah, that's a, there's a rivalry. Throw out <laughs> all the record Shut books on also, <laughs> sorry. Also, grab BYU and Boise State. Yes, please. Yes. Uh-huh. Now I love this tweet.
3: Thank yeah. you. <laughs> the Big 12's not going to have Nebraska back. They hate us.
2: I'll bet they do, right? Because the Mountain West hates BYU in the same way. Mm-hmm. How dare you leave us? How dare you? <sighs> I thought we were getting along so well.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I thought you loved us too.
3: Time for a new conference. Uh, Nebraska and BYU will start it. Blaze attic 2 tweets,
2: the left doesn't want uh, anyone to do anything. Just sit at home, look at the wall. It's the only way we'll get rid of this president. Mm -hmm. Uh, Paul Tertelis, or Tertelis, what about the reparations for the Irish? We were slaves long before the blacks. Okay. Um, That is so politically incorrect to say. Mm -hmm. You may have to go to prison for that, Paul. For the tweet? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're going to track him down. They're tracking him jail. down right you now. Like no, they're going. No. He's jail. going to prison. Yeah. Social distancing ghost. Wait, twelve trillion for reparations? Didn't the BLM leader just say yesterday that the looting was reparations? We have to pay
3: twice now. I'm confused.
2: <laughs> yeah, check this out. This is. Oh, you want the clip now? Yeah, it's okay. good stuff.
3: BLM protester.
2: BLM protester talking about the looting. About the, looting. Uh, the protester from Black Lives Matter.
0: Care there? We go. If somebody decides to loot a Gucci or mm. a Macy's, right. or a Nike, because that makes sure that
1: that person eats. That makes Shut sure that what? that person has clothes. Shut That's up! That's reparations.
3: That's reparations.
0: That is reparations. That's reparations,
3: Pat. Okay. Anything
0: they want to take, take it, because these businesses have no. insurance. Oh. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting oh anything. Oh
3: my gosh. Because insurance companies, just they have a magic tree. Yeah. I mean, the that justification is... oh my of God. lawlessness. <sighs> evil. Wow, but that's but but Black Lives Matter. They just uh, they want justice. You see,
2: yeah, and they're mostly yeah.
3: peaceful at these protests.
2: They are mostly peaceful protests. Were, and if
3: you steal from a Gucci store, I it's mean, reparations. that's reparations. That's clothing and that's reparations. They can take what they want. People got to eat.
2: I mean, how does a country? Yeah, well, you don't function. You seriously don't. You seriously, if you let that stand you don't and it is standing right now and it's starting to take root is the problem that seed has been planted now in the minds of the youth and what do you expect what kind of fruit is that going to bear
3: yeah it's like raising, are you kidding me it's like literally if you raise a child and there are no repercussions for <sighs> bad behavior wow they're not going to just go like oh well now I'll start being good
2: you know people ask all the time well why why in the bible did they uh was the lord Telling people to go in and kill everything in the area the men, the women, the children, the animals in some cases. Well, um, because they didn't have a chance. And it was better for them to be taken then than to grow up evil as they would have. Because you don't have a chance when that kind of stuff is being taught to our children. You don't have a chance. We can't allow this to happen. It will be our destruction. If not by the Lord, by our own selves, by, by us. We'll destroy ourselves this way. And that's what happened to those people. They destroyed themselves. It was just the Israelites that kind of finished the job, but they destroyed themselves through that kind of talk. That there's nothing wrong with stealing from people. I got it coming to me. That's my, it's my right to take what you have. Because I've been wronged all these years.
3: And the irony is? <sighs> wow. They're not the ones that have been wronged. Those people are long gone. Wow. Yeah. Jeez.
2: Uh, COVID Bullet 23 tweets. I wish I had one of those pl- platinum trillion dollar coins just because it would be fantastic handing it to a millennial aged cashier and asking them to count back the change to me. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, You're going to be there for about 40,000 years or so. I'm reclaiming my country tweets on the Trump donations to Democrats to use a Jeffy quote, Who Among Us <laughs> <laughs> hasn't made a bad investment or two in our lifetime. Sure. I've never no I've never once invested in one of these liberal Democrats, though. Yes, Not sure. once. Pew mm. pew one pew. Why does Kamala always sound like she's about to break down crying? Yeah. Mm. Sounds sad. Beautiful, stable genius. This year has sucked so bad. <laughs> Americans deserve a debate for the laughs. Yeah. Trump will destroy Hansy Joe.
3: Oh, my goodness. So are we officially out of tweets right now? Like, So we're out of the tweet segment, right? Yes, we are. I wonder
2: what Al Roker's we're, doing this
3: I moment. don't what know. Do you, you pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants.
1: Oh,
2: wow. That's weird that he would just, out of the blue, come up with that. You
1: pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants.
3: <laughs> that is...
2: I don't care why you play it. It's just fun.
3: That's my maybe my favorite uh, clip in that box over there ever. Maybe mine too. Yeah. It's very close.
1: You pooped in your pants. I, I pooped my pants.
3: I, I pooped my pants. Uh, I think that clip is why I love <laughs> Beavis and Butthead so much. Because I can hear them saying that same line over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Beavis. Yeah. I pooped my
2: pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 888 thirty three ninety three 93 More Pack Grayley <laughs> just, just around the corner. <laughs>
0: Gray. unleashed
3: well now the state
2: of New Jersey has revoked the business license of the gym that has been trying to stay open so desperately
3: Wow Cardinal Tobin cracking down
2: cracking down God that is unconscionable this... unconscionable despicable yep
3: these guys have
2: I mean they're doing all kinds of things to make sure everybody's safe while they're in the gym mm-hmm. they've had nobody uh, contract the virus. So far from the gym, they're all testing. They're doing all the testing and and all the safety measures, and they're doing everything it possibly can to be open. the The business has changed the locks on their doors. They boarded up the uh, the business. They kicked in the the boards. The owners came in and kicked in the boards and re replaced the locks. I mean, I mean, now now they've taken their business license from them.
3: Jeez. This, this is tyranny.
2: Kids. It is tyranny. That's the only word for it. Uh, And it's despicable. How can this happen in the United States of America? Crazy. Uh, We were talking about reparations a minute ago. It's worth noting that um, a black professor of economics at Brown University, Glenn Lurie, is uh, an outspoken opponent of reparations for black Americans. And here's why. Talk about courage. Listen to what he has to say. He says that the real issue here are differences between the populations in the capacity to generate wealth. If you redistribute, you may have a short-term impact. But in the long run, unless the differences in these populations in their capacity to generate wealth, to start a business, to effectively take risks, to save and accumulate within their families, the underlying structure will push you back into a situation of inequality again. Wow. So in other words, he's saying if the mindset of that com- of the community doesn't change, mm-hmm. uh, then it doesn't matter if you give them reparations, they'll be right back in the same situation within a, a an amount of time. That's ooh wow. How do you how do you say that in this environment? I really don't know. <laughs> but he did. So
3: <laughs>
2: man. 888 933 93 Uh, let's see, in Chicago, they had a little bit of a problem. The Magnificent Mile, you know, it's kind of like Los Angeles' Rodeo Drive. Okay. Really nice shops, really high-end places like Gucci. And, you know, she said, if you're breaking into a Gucci store, uh, don't worry about it. That's just reparations. It's reparations. You got to put food on the table. They've got insurance. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Wow. Okay.
3: I got to find out where insurance companies have these magic trees. Because Jeff- yeah. Jeffy and I might be paying them a visit right, at some point.
2: Uh, so in Chicago, they've also attacked now a Ronald McDonald house. Ooh. Look at this. This is area crazy. Along
1: Michigan Avenue and in the Gold Coast, board up crews are hard at work. <laughs> Debris is everywhere, and businesses are still recovering from looting Monday morning. Thousands of people mm. came into downtown in carloads, breaking windows, wow. clashing with police, and causing widespread damage. While a lot of high-end retailers and department stores were hit, not many expected the Ronald McDonald House, a charity for families with children in the hospital, to have their doors smashed. Yeah. They were they very care.
0: concerned nope. because there was a lot of activity right in front of the house. Uh, and people you know making Mm -hmm. choices that could put them uh, at risk and put our families at risk so the staff was frightened. Over 30
1: families and their sick children were inside along with staff helplessly watching everything unfold outside.
0: They're already in a really really difficult spot and Mm -hmm. and having this kind of um, stress additional stress and worry about being able to get to and from the hospital even though we're five blocks away because of safety concerns is it's just doubling the strain.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, that's okay. It's reparations. Don't worry about it.
3: But wait, no, there's just families in there. Yeah. That are trying to recover from some traumatic health issue. They're yeah, high I know. stress. Nah.
2: It, it's reparations. There I mean, like, are kids about
3: it. in there, man. And their yeah. families.
2: And- you need reparations. So, <laughs> I mean, that is. Also, the, the mayor of Chicago said this was not some spontaneous thing because people were pissed off about another shooting, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was completely justified. Uh, it was a planned, organized criminal activity.
3: Yeah, she just said in that clip, a bunch of carloads of people came down there. Yeah,
2: and and they had high-tech weapons in some cases. They had high-tech uh, p- things with them to, to cut glass, glass cutters. Uh, so they knew what they were doing. I mean, a lot of them came very, very prepared. It was not just
3: hey, let's go kick in a
2: door. I mean, there was some sophistication involved there. So...
3: Now, I don't know the...
2: Yeah. People are just taking advantage of this. I They're, don't know
3: the layout of Chicago very well, but I assume yeah. that um, uh, the, the areas where you might assume there would be looting when a time of upheaval is occurring mm-hmm. aren't right there next to the Gucci store.
2: Yeah, you would think, but <clears throat> I, I don't know the layout either yeah, okay. that well, but maybe.
3: And where's the census cowboy during all this? I don't know. Like right into town already and rustle up some law enforcement. I mean, seriously, what's he been doing? <laughs> what? Oh, that's right. He doesn't like the police. Remember that? The census cowboy? Yeah. I remember we had that clip. I just right. remembered that. Yeah. The guy pulls up. Right. And he's like, are you the police? And he said, blank the police. That was the oh, census that's cowboy. Right. I'd forgotten about that. That was the oh, census well. cowboy. Oh, well. So never mind. We, we lost the census cowboy if we ever had him.
2: Ah, uh, uh, darn it. Did we
3: really? Uh, yeah, so okay. he's, he's on the side of, the, I'm,
2: I'm, of hmm. the of the people, I guess. So it would be... Remember the census cowboy sang about it. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. <clears throat> I've been counting these people so long <laughs> Though my math skills still ain't real strong <laughs> Still I'm glad that leftists taught me The wonder of common cold Conceptual understandings again. Don't matter none if you're illegal, it's all just the same. Yeehaw! There can be no compromising. Our population just keeps rising. But I'm gonna be in the middle of history. Like a census cowboy, (laughs) counting mics and Bettys and people who were just named Joe, (laughs) like a census cowboy, (laughs) counting boys and girls and other genders I (laughs)
3: <laughs> that was an unexpected treat. Oh, so you weren't pushing for that? No. Huh? I thought that's what we were going for. <laughs> no, but I'm glad to know the lyrics are at the ready whenever yeah. I
2: yeah, feel I'm it. Always, I'm always set to sing a fabulous uh, cowboy song. Yeah,
3: and Martin, thanks for the thanks for the <laughs> yeah. horse. I didn't yeah, realize you had that in there. It was a
2: nice touch. Uh, all right, let me tell you about ScoreMaster. Take 60 seconds. Tell you about this. Cr- uh, it was created by data scientists, and this is. Fantastic! This, you're gonna love this. The average ScoreMaster, uh, the average ScoreMaster user raises their credit score sixty-one points in twenty days or less. So, if you've been having some dings on your credit, this is a great way uh, to get it repaired. They've got this down to a science. Literally, they know what they're doing. So, they advise you on when to make the payments and how much, and all of those things to help your credit score. Not just a couple of points; like sixty-one points is the average. One listener uh, raised her credit score 102 points in just 11 days. That's, I mean, that's phenomenal. Wow. With some of these, uh, some of these businesses, well, they'll say, hey, i raised my credit score seven points in just a year and a half. Wow, that's, that's impressive. <laughs> wow, that's so you went from stuff. like 500 to 507? Mm-hmm. That's really good. <laughs> So, having your best score helps you in every aspect of your life. Whether you want to buy a car, refinance your house, even sometimes getting a job, it's important. Enroll in just minutes and see how many points you can add to your credit score. You'll be shocked how fast and how easy this is. Visit scoremaster.com slash pat. Scoremaster.com slash pat. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, this is great. PBS's Arthur. <clears throat> you familiar with that show?
3: <laughs> yes, sir. Arthur am. is
2: an armadillo. Is that right? No. Anteater. Oh, nice Ardvark.
3: job. Look at you.
2: Arthur Aardvark. the Aardvark. Cute. That's adorable. Um, so they're rolling out some propaganda for your kids.
3: Yeah, because remember last season <clears> it was <throat> the, uh, the dude teacher marrying his uh, dude boyfriend, right? Remember on that? Arthur? Yeah, and so they I went to the wedding. Dude, I remember there was
2: a deal on that. Uh, it was a
3: beautiful uh, ceremony.
2: I, that's lovely, yes, mm-hmm. that's lovely. Sure. So, but now- But now, now we got something
3: else to talk about.
2: It's not enough to say I'm not racist. It's not enough. Uh, check yeah, this out, this is good close. stuff. Oh! I
0: gotta call Buster.
3: Uh-oh.
0: Hey Arthur, hey Buster. Did you see that video? Yeah,
1: I just watched it. It was awful. I can't believe someone would be hurt like
0: that. George just George because Roy. they're black. Racism is so unfair. Black. No one should ever judge someone by the color of their skin. But how could it happen here, in Elwood City, right outside the sugar bowl? Buster, it happens everywhere. What? I was talking to Mrs. McGrady the other day. Uh-huh. She said there's a really long history of black people not being treated fairly in this country. Oh, it wow. has to stop. It does. We have to it do something. Yeah.
2: What? What are you going to do? A Zoom call?
0: What can we
1: do? (laughs) I mean, I'm eight. I can't even fry an egg on my own. Well, then you're stupid. I don't know.
3: You are stupid.
1: (laughs) Maybe Mrs. McGrady can give us some ideas. Maybe? Here we
3: go. Go Sure. Sure. Here we go. Let's get her on the line.
1: I'm so glad you reached out to me. Yes, I saw the video, too. And B- let Buster me tell oh, you, is always it made eating. my blood boil. Me too! It also made me scared. I mean,
3: this happened in our neighborhood. Oh. It is scary, Buster. Mm-hmm. But you should know what? that a lot of grown-ups are fighting racism oh. and working hard oh, to good. keep us all safe.
2: Good, good, good.
0: Why does this keep happening, Mrs. McGrady?
3: Well, racism is like a disease Oh, okay. if you don't treat it. It's just going to get worse. Oh, oh, Wait, boy. if oh, racism boy. is a disease, can I get it? <laughs> yes, Buster. Don't worry. It's like you already have it. About you. Like Actually, you're white. Stupid. You're a white rabbit. It's about all. You already us. have it. It's not enough to just say I'm not racist. It's, it's not. It's not my problem. Right. We have to actively fight against it. Actively
2: race. fight against yeah. it. My
3: friend John Lewis once said, "Oh,
0: oh you you're friends with John Lewis? Not right. Huh. Not fair. Not just." You have a moral obligation to do something about it. I see. So, what can
3: we do?
2: Okay, what? Yeah. What species well, is she, the by the way, that she's friends with? Okay, I, got I, it. I get it. All right, kill I just, this cartoon. I mean, so, first of all, so he's an aardvark. She looks similar to the aardvark. I don't know what she is, but yeah. uh, she's friends with John Lewis. That's interesting. Isn't that? That's though? interesting. Yeah, yeah.
3: And why? Why? <laughs> what? A, <laughs> I, guys, I got so many. No. Oh, uh, golly. Your it's kids are enough. just, yeah. it's not enough to just to say you're not racist. Put your friends in front of public television. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's good stuff. Wow.
2: Okay. So, I mean, it's important to know what they're doing with your kids. And they're doing this everywhere. They're indoctrinating them. Now, I don't know that there's anything inherently wrong with that. I mean, they should no, but be you can't, aware of like racism. Can kids just be kids?
3: Yeah. You can't just have a kid show where they're just sitting there having a good time, but no, we no. get to discuss the George Floyd death on a children's cartoon yeah. on public television.
2: With ardvarks and bunnies or yeah. whatever that other thing is. By was. the way,
3: Mrs. McGrady is a lunch lady. Okay?
2: She's a lunch just lady?
3: FYI, yeah. Okay. So I don't know what they're doing there with the stereotypes, but okay. There we go. <laughs> I saw. I noticed.
2: Huh. huh. Yeah, Arthur producers. It's not enough just to say you're not racist. Yeah.
3: Huh. In fact, is an African American voicing the voice of Miss McGrady? Good question. She's obviously a great question. Of a a a darker complexion. That's right. I'm reading here that she's a bear. She's it's a, a bear? bear? That's the dumbest looking cartoon <laughs> drawing it of a look bear. doesn't look like a bear. Doesn't look, we've actually got a video of a bear that Pat wanted today. Uh, it doesn't yeah. look anything like Mrs. McGrady. No, let's, show,
2: let's show people what a bear looks no, like. There's a bear, a bear <laughs> hanging out with some yeah. people at a <laughs> at a picnic table. It's <laughs> hanging out there. That that is, that's a bear.
3: That's a bear. And that's trying. a cool bear, too. Look is at that, He just wants to hang out with his real ones. Zero. That's really funny. <laughs> Look at this guy. This guy's like... The guy's right. getting him some bread. Alright, just be patient, dude. That's what he
2: says. Hang on, Bear. I'm gonna I'm put some peanut butter on it.
0: <laughs> yes! Oh yeah! God. He's making her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich.
3: <laughs> there you go. For Look the bear. Him he's him. Very now very he's, gone. Wow. He just fed the bear. Wow. That's a <laughs> bunch of drunk people with a bear right there.
2: <laughs> Bear's like, I. this is sticking to the roof of my mouth.
3: Right. what are you doing to me, man? Shortly
2: after the recording of this, the bear... Uh, bit the head off each one of those people for giving him peanut butter and making it stick to the roof. Spe- he was pissed. He was I, not happy
3: about it. I specifically told you to not <laughs> ruin that and tell everyone what happened after they hit stop. I had to ruin it. Yeah, but it was that was a little was, too uh, warming there. And, and in actuality, it's kind of sad because that bear's probably going to die when mm-hmm. the people, the humans go home and no one's yeah, going it. Yeah, and then nobody's like,
2: feeding it peanut butter sandwiches. Hey, I've been hanging out
3: at this picnic table for three weeks.
2: Nobody's here. <laughs> uh, Speaking of animal videos, this is one you have to see, because this is a a killer whale, an Uh orca.
3: Pat sent this animal video in, by the way. Chasing (laughs) an otter. Oh, oh, no. We're going to see some death. And watch what the otter does
2: uh, to get away from the orca.
3: So you see the orca out there, and then you see that little dot. That's an otter.
2: So the guy recording is about to start narrating what's going on here. Mm -hmm. And... The otter is coming towards the boat. Dude,
3: that otter is in trouble, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, he's coming right at us! Holy cow! Oh no!
0: Oh my gosh, he's coming right to the front of the boat. <sighs> wild to w- the wild Kingdom, to get right the heck here. Out of the water. Look at this.
2: Oh my you see gosh. the otter just oh, barreling, <laughs> barreling away from the from the orca.
3: He does not want to be lunch. So he gets to the boat. Now what is he going to do? Oh, Are
1: s- you kidding me?
3: Nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, boarding yes. the boat. <laughs> the otter jumps aboard the boat to and get away from the there orca. He's next to
3: the engine just no, Wait, why is it a time to scratch for fleas, man? <laughs> I mean, she got other things to worry about like and, an orca. And there's the killer whale
2: just surfaced oh looking for it. Like where oh to go? My
3: gosh. <laughs> it's phenomenal. That is and awesome. um, the otter's
2: like, "Is it okay if I'm here? I'm. I, I got to be here for a few minutes. Yeah, Are you yeah. all right with that? Are you cool? <laughs> you cool if I just hang okay? out here? Don't hurt me. But I'm. I need yeah, to be here for a sec.
3: Like right here. Hey, buddy. Don't talk to me. <laughs> You're gonna blow my cover, man. <laughs> is he right now. You can't see me, and neither can the orca. Uh, boy. That amazing? it's pretty tough? amazing. And so, yeah, this. Hey, so, so then.
2: So he thinks he's in the clear now. I guess. He's a little nervous yeah, the guy with the about camera. the guy. Mm-hmm. And so he's he's like, who do I take my chance with? Right. Here? The whale or this guy. I mean I, the
3: whale's got a track record of eating otters. Move, yes. Eat. The guy
2: probably yeah. not so much. Probably not. But Although we don't, don't we don't know. We don't know. We
3: don't and the otter doesn't know. So, so the otter, the otter gets, gets
2: back in the water. <laughs>
3: And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm I just gonna relax for a minute. Him. He's enjoying, uh, and he's like, wait. And
2: then he's like, oh, crap, that whale, oh, that's it's amazing. still here. Okay. It's still here.
3: Tell you what, is that spot next to the engines uh, still available? <laughs> yeah, yep.
2: <laughs> and he's back in, back okay. on the boat.
3: But see, now the guy can't Thank turn man. on the engines because he's afraid it'll scare the otter.
2: Right. And right. he's
3: probably right.
2: But right about now, he should do that, I think. it just move yeah. away. Yeah. But he doesn't. But he
3: doesn't. What? And and then what happens, Pat? And then the daughter jumps back in the water. No, no, no. Does he? Yeah. yeah
2: and then he gets back in the boat. I think he oh, does sir? it three oh, yeah. times. Yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah. So, um...
2: He does it, like, three times. And then they finally... I think the... I think the orca eventually...
3: Well, no. The boat gets surrounded by oh, a whole yeah. bunch of orcas. Oh, my gosh. And then he's just like...
2: Uh, uh. Well, why don't we just? I uh, guess we own an otter now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and and
2: carry well uh, on. Oh, so Everybody. then from another boat you see We're this angle of it.
3: Surrounding him. Yeah. Look at this. It's getting dark too. By the way, I'd like to uh-huh. point out.
2: <laughs> look at that. Still looking for the otter. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> it is something
3: else. But the lady says at one point that, that there's multiple orcas yeah now she said they were surrounding the, boat. Yeah, surrounding, yeah, the boat. yeah 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 so so my wife Carrie is a huge fan of otters Oh and of course when the uh, large screen TV because she had always said if you get a large we'll get you a large screen TV if I can get a pet otter okay And so when someone came through, can you have pet otters when, when someone came through with a large screen TV now people have been clamoring for her to, to have get the an otter. otter. Okay. I didn't buy the TV. She didn't buy the TV. It's not mm-hmm. part of the deal. <laughs> but uh, after seeing that video, now apparently um, it's our, our crusade to find that otter and make him where, our own. Where would you
2: keep an otter at the at the Malinac household? Because uh, <sighs> don't the otters have to be in water eventually? And, well,
3: that's uh, her her cheap way of uh, getting a pool getting as a pool. well. Okay. Because. Uh-huh, uh,
2: all right, so you'd always have an otter in the pool. In the pool,
3: yeah. Okay. So, um, anyhow, so that that is fascinating. Yeah, it is. And I wonder what ended up kind of happening cool. there. You know, like did they get to to shore? They got or? tired
2: of being circled and just threw the otter out and was eaten quickly by the. Uh, but again, torn one one part was eaten by one uh, orca oh, and the other they tore it in half.
3: Oh no! Shared
2: it. They so, split an otter between them. And
3: I and I I was so I was throwing that out there. I in, it was rhetorical, man. Yeah. It was kind of well, like the bear video. I didn't need mm-hmm. you to tell the rest of the story, Poe yeah. Harvey.
2: But now you know you're
3: like, the rest you're,
2: of the story. You're
3: like evil, Poe Harvey.
2: <laughs> 888-900-3393. speaking of animals, uh, check out Alex Jones uh, wearing a mask <laughs> at I Target. S- it's been a while since we've had a, an Alex Jones yeah. sighting. Uh, this is almost hey, better than like the otter. Idea. Uh-huh, he... I don't care what that mean human says.
3: It's my right to lay an egg here. It's my right to lay an egg here. What What does he... Oh, okay. <laughs> See, he, Seriously. He, he thinks he's...
0: What in the... Refreshing. The mask not only keeps me safe, but my baby as well.
3: And now he's dancing in the Target. Keep in mind, there is... There are people no, there. Yeah, there's no music playing while he's doing this. This is added later. But see, he he wants to wear a mask in the store, so he puts on this like
2: that is seriously weird dinosaur
3: stuff. lizard thing, and he's tell me he's high. A gorn? What Star Trek? Okay, well whatever. And then uh, ooh wee, okay. Yeah. And it he's to pretty pro- easy to conquer. <laughs> I don't help me. Thank you feel for me. Is this oh, okay. I mean, I feel like I'm on the outside of an inside joke. Either that or he it's is possible. seriously I deranged. I mean, he could never be that, though.
2: No, 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 not no, no, no. Alex Jones. deranged.
3: And there he goes. That uh, is is.
2: Bizarre.
3: I, I don't know, man. That's just <laughs> entertainment purposes here, right? I guess.
2: I mean, should you have access to that? Yes, you should if you want. But, um, Whew. That's some weird stuff. That's weird. All right. Cool. All thirty three ninety three. 888-933-93. Uh, also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> it's no I mean, words. that's hard to believe. Yeah, it's no words. That is really hard to believe. What you want here. Uh, all right. So, we, t- tomorrow, we've got to get into more aspects of uh, Kamala Harris, who, by the way, again, most liberal senator in 2019 in the U.S. Senate. Most liberal. Oh, she's a moderate. She's anything but radical. She's not far left. Most liberal senator in the
3: Senate last year. Think about that. Democrats have been doing this for multiple election cycles. Yeah. When they gave us the first and third most liberal senators in Joe Biden and Barack Obama back in 2008.
2: And now here again, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. <sighs>
3: the radicals, man. They um, run that party.
2: She also uh, urged her supporters to donate to a group pushing... Defunding of the police. So we'll get into that uh, mm. tomorrow. It's amazing. I mean, there's so much involved with Kamala Harris. It's just this moderate mainstream pick of his. That's uh, unbelievable. All right, we got that and uh, much more. Plus, uh, Jeffy will join us. Yay. All coming up. Pat Grand Leash. Oh, right.